Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Accessing. This is, this is the Rich Eisen Show. There you go. Love it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And you guys were wondering, <laughs> when I came in today, I'm like, we got a new drop. And you're like, when are we going to use it? Does it matter? Uno, dos, tres. The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Steve Weissman. Earlier on the show. Comedian, Michael Costa. PGA Tour golfer, Luke Donald. Coming up. NFL Network analyst, Cynthia Freeland. And now, sitting in for Rich, Steve Weissman. It is hour three of the Rich Eisen Show. Steve Weissman filling in for Rich today, yesterday, trying to head into the weekend strong. And I am so happy to welcome in my first in-person, in-studio guest on the Rich Eisen Show, my longtime friend, Cynthia Freeland, NFL media analytics expert. You're on all the shows. You're on Game Day Morning. You're on Game Day View, Fantasy Live. You write for NFL.com. There's nothing you don't do. Well, there's, I mean, that's because I live here, right? So they're like, you're here, come in. That's perfect. That's that's how it works. Uh, thanks thanks for coming in. Yeah, th- Thank you for having me. There's this is great. Like 60% of us are South Bayers, so. I know, it makes it a little, it makes it a little easier. <laughs> makes it a little easier. Um, you, you just told me you, you have a little time off from the yep. network, but obviously yep. you're always doing stuff and writing oh, yeah. and, and all that. What, what stories are you most interested in right now as we're six weeks away from training camp? I think it's interesting that this year we have like DeAndre Hopkins and Alvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, which, you know, we, I feel like there's like a lot of big name players that still don't have a home. So as we're seeing all these things kind of unfold, that's what I'm looking at because I'm very curious, especially in the AFC. I just don't know who's going to be good. I mean, I know they're all good yeah. there. There's a lot of great quarterbacks, but I, the NFC, I'm like, well, this seems like if I'd like to win, I'm good. can I just go to the NFC South? Like, that'd be great. But I'm I'm very curious to see where some of these guys will land. All right, so DeAndre Hopkins, let's start with him. Mm-hmm. Visited the the Titans, visited the Patriots, left without a deal. Yeah. Um, who who does he fit best with? Who can he help most? Well, obviously, we know Bill O'Brien knows how to use DeAndre Hopkins really well and leverage his skills. I think that because he's got that suspension looming, that maybe there isn't as much of a time crunch as it might seem I feel like for whatever reason Tennessee might be out of it it they just it just feels like he's kind of like meh, not not so much but I to me it feels like a Patriots move even though I know that you know the odds makers would tell you something different so they would say Bills or they would say Chiefs but I think maybe the Patriots dark horse chance of really nabbing Hopkins okay I, I mean that'd be amazing for Mac Jones did you have the analytics yeah. on what that would add to his life yeah well 
It's interesting with Mac Jones because the we Juju Smith-Schuster obviously going there earlier this offseason, he's had a lot of health concerns. So that was a big jump for Mac Jones, just spreading the offense a little bit, giving him a little bit more space so that Brockman can be happy that the Patriots actually <laughs> like have some, actually doing something, do something, just right? Do something fun and inspiring. Yeah. So you know, I, when I'm looking at that, it's like that creates a lot more space and gives Mac Jones a lot more of an opportunity, but. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not sure that Juju Smith-Schuster will stay healthy like mm. I, he hasn't before, so I can see it kind of going south. So DeAndre Hopkins would add such a huge element. Obviously, those contested catches were something that that's where he's masterful at. Like, he doesn't need any space to catch a ball, and Mac Jones could really use something like that. I, I feel like, to me, it's like the Randy Moss going back in the day for Tom Brady. I mean, they both come in, three All-Pros, five Pro Bowls, kind of average the same yep. amount of yards per game and, and game changers. Yeah, and obviously totally. Brady and Mac Jones are two different quarterbacks, but this could even help Mac more than a Moss helped a Brady. And the AFC East is a nightmare this season. Like I, I think they're all contenders. You could, t- I mean, one or two injuries here or there could shake up the entire AFC East, which could therefore shake up the entire AFC and change the entire p- postseason and therefore the Super Bowl. So it's that, that East no, thank you. I, it used to be one where we're like oh, the East, like the Patriots, just like you know, foregone conclusion yep. that the Patriots are in the postseason. But <laughs> yep. now, now it's well, yeah, the East is. It's a nightmare. It's a total nightmare. But Cynthia, it's not even just the East now. It's the North. Correct. It's the West. It's kind of the South is one of those divisions where mm-hmm. okay, it looks like it's going to be Jacksonville now for a while with with Trevor Lawrence kind of ascending with Doug Peterson and they're hitting a stride now, getting Calvin Ridley. Travis Etienne has proven to be a pretty formidable back, uh, be, you know, returning to the lineup last year. It seems like the AFC just itself yep. is stacked. Totally. Where you think if you can withstand and come out of that, you have a very good chance of winning the Super Bowl. Exactly. But like I said, you know, it, those injuries, one or two injuries here or there is going to make such a huge difference in the entire AFC. Yep. All right. Let's, let's stay with the AFC. Mm-hmm. The AFC East. Let's, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. What, what, what is he bringing to the New York Jets? Is Are they a Super Bowl contender now? I mean, I, I, you got to say yes. Aaron Rodgers back-to-back MVPs just two seasons ago. And remember that hand injury last year made things a lot different. And the lack of real passing options for him. You saw him at one point last season. I think it was 10 or 11 games in. He had the highest percentage of passes thrown at or behind the line of scrimmage, which is something we've never seen from Aaron Rodgers prior to last season. So I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers and I'm looking at all the other weapons and how well Joe Douglas has drafted Mm. for this team for several years. Zach Wilson maybe could be a little asterisk there. (laughs) But other than that, I mean, you get the O-Roy and the D-Roy, like you're doing a few things right. And by the way, before his injury, their running back could have also been considered in that same mix of conversations. So I, I think that absolutely, again, injuries will come down to it. And for me, I'm also looking at their O-line. Mm. Is Makai Becton going to be on the field? He played 48 snaps in two seasons. Left tackle is a really important position that obviously Aaron Rodgers is going to need a little help with. Mm-hmm. So that really comes down to it. me. The O-line and their ability to kind of stay healthy and get Aaron Rodgers. It seems like the chemistry is forming and Aaron Rodgers is participating in, you know, off-season activities more so than we've seen in a lot of years. So they're absolutely, they're, they're in the mix for sure. Cynthia Freeland with us here. Rich Eisen Show, Steve Weissman filling in today. Uh, you talk about drafting well with, with the Jets. Let's talk about the draft that we just had. Which rookies are you most excited about seeing and, and who will bring the most to their future team? 
You know, it's funny because I'm looking at, obviously, the quarterback. you you got to say, oh, there's two quarterbacks that are starting. Well, I think that actually the South is really interesting and kind of could be the, the NFC South could be decided in maybe even like week one because mm. I think that that whole division is being reset. It's saying that, is that a nice way to say it? Yeah. But that first game between Carolina and Atlanta, I actually think we always, every single year, we see a team go from fourth to first in their division. And the Falcons technically were fourth based on, you know, there's a lot of ties because their record was kind of the same, right? So that one game, and if, if Carolina doesn't win that one game, it actually could mean that the Falcons could have a real shot at winning the South, which is hilarious to me because of B. John Robinson. And right out of the gate, you always see running backs have just a better opportunity to really you know they don't need anyone else right you just run the ball you don't need someone to pass it to you or need someone to catch the ball and you don't need necessarily they have a good old line so you don't necessarily need to worry about that as much and arthur smith clearly knows how to make that happen so i mean fantasy wise you're you're da- absolutely drafting Bijan robinson right up there with all the other guys but we'll see how those quarterbacks pan out hey, and you got to spend some time with the falcons I, uh, I saw your whole you know behind the scenes going fun. through the draft what was that like it was awesome so terry fontenot the gm of the falcons gave us uh we went through and we watched all of their rookies and all of the film on each rookie and it was wild because you know you you as outsiders were like ah and i'm an analytics person running back so high blah blah blah. you need a trade partner and if they thought they could trade down and still get the player that they wanted they would have done that but ultimately they they wanted Bijan. that was their decision and no one you know they they didn't get to trade all the way down as far as they would have liked to which every team wanted to but this was widely regarded as a draft that didn't have as many of the top 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 prospects so you can kind of make the argument that get the guy you want and then just move on so that that's it was really interesting and it was really cute because i know you are the best dad ever today but <laughs> i know some people have some sons in this room but but ultimately he, he was gave, told this awesome story who, about his son who hmm. i think he's like I, think I want to say he's like 10 ish and he was wearing the exact same outfit as as his dad fell asleep by pick 20 it was it was oh. really cute it was really cute every every time i'm at this desk i do feel kind of weird and and i always brock when you were whenever i'm why, here like, you are welcome to take honestly i don't know why i didn't take that the last yeah days, best dad ever that's fine it's 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 strange uh, I, whatever. I'll, I'll take any best ever title. Uh, you don't have a pet or anything. You don't have a dog. No, but but Cynthia does. Has a new dog that I've met and is amazing. Right, uh, Gordy is like sure super dog. He's the you cutest. You could be the stepdad. I, yeah, I, I could be a stepdad. <laughs> I would totally be Gordy's best stepdad. Uncle ever. Yeah, best he's the uncle best uncle ever. ever. Best that uncle. Can, let's, let's and you really this. are the best Bring uncle that ever. Like you have like a human child too. Like, you could be Gordy's uncle, but that's true. I have a niece. Yeah. I have a niece, Marlo. Exactly. She's exactly. fantastic. You're a uncle, a doggy uncle. There yeah, you go. a doggy uncle. Yeah, a dunkle. Now, I'm I'm a real uncle, a doggy uncle. But this, I mean, the dad thing is, you yep. know, best dad ever. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you talk about the Falcons, Bijan uh, Robinson. We talked a lot about running backs yesterday and the value going down and and guys being franchise tagged and that kind of putting a, a cap on what they're being paid. And Brockman had some some thoughts about Justin Tucker maybe being more valuable than than five than, than anyone other than, than five running like backs, five. all but five. I think so. Running backs in yeah. the league. What what do the analytics say about the value of running backs in this National Football League? Well, the reality is, is you can't overpay any position and a running back in a second contract, which is typically your most expensive contract, sometimes a third contract's more, but it's rare that you're going to find someone who isn't, and I, I hate to say this, pretty easily substitutable. There's probably about five running backs in the league that are not easy to substitute, but the rest, it's, 
you know, you can look to the draft and the B. John Robinsons of the world who are on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what happens four years from now when he would have to be looking at a potential renewal. Where will the marketplace be? Because you wouldn't have imagined with Ezekiel Elliott, with, you know, coming out and being drafted four overall, like that's a wildly high number. But at the end of the day, it's really about price for return on investment. We, we talk about the cap going up, but let's be honest, it only has gone up about 8%. And that 8%, you're pretty much just paying your quarterback <laughs> and maybe a pass rusher, you know? So it's it's not like going up like gangbusters. So the the running back salary, and by the way, tight ends are now starting to get paid mm-hmm. more because they're catching more passes and we're throwing the ball on first down a higher percentage of the time year over year over year. So you really have to pay for performance and wide receivers and corners and pass rushers and tackles and Wide receiver. I, I, I'm not anti running back. I'm just don't overpay your running back. No, that's why I I feel bad because I I love running backs and I think they're extremely yeah. valuable. It's just the market that we're in right now. And, and that said, Dalvin Cook, he's he's ready to get paid. Who who is going to pay him? Who is he the be- best fit for? I think what you'll see is a deal that resembles more of what Austin Eckler got because Eckler's mm. actually enormously value, valuable, especially because he, knock on wood for him, seems to not get hurt and the rest of the Chargers have some sort of injury plague that seems to happen on that team every year. But I'm looking at Dalvin Cook's deal and saying, okay, well, he's going to probably get an incentive structure that looks more like Austin Eckler's, which means pay for performance. Are you on the field? Are you doing the things we need? If yes, then get paid more. I don't know where he'll land. It's with 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 Zeke in the marketplace too, and another here. You know, rumors of trades or whatever potentially even still looming. It's an it's an interesting problem. I know he. It seems he wants to go to Miami <laughs> given his Instagram situation. But I mean, I, I would want to too. No state yeah. income tax. It's a really nice weather situation, and you get to play your you know your brother, I guess, when he plays the Bills. But. Um, the market will dictate that. And I actually think that we could see something like for, for him, like we could see like wait till training camp and we see it every year. Someone unfortunately gets hurt and mm. potentially that could drive where he lands. It's, I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think there's a ton of activity to try to, to, to try to land him at this point. I definitely said, always said, believe what, what people put on social media. Always. So if you know, my, you Miami it out, is. You have to post that you work out. Otherwise, you're t- it didn't happen. It totally didn't happen. Right, exactly. I mean, come on. Like, we, we, we know that. I was, exactly. I was in the gym, I swear. <laughs> uh, that, that, that said, with, with Dalvin Cook, with, is he one of those five guys that, that you would value more than, than Justin Tucker? No, <laughs> no, he's not one yes. of mine. All right, so who, who, who? Minnesota fans think I hate them already. So I don't there. hate Minnesota fans, but it, he's not. He's not up there. All right, who's your? Who are your running backs on the Justin Tucker level? Uh, I mean, look, Derrick Henry changes the complex of a defense. He makes it so that you can because it's yards after. Always look at if you want like a shortcut as to who's really valuable. Look at yak both kinds: mm. yards after contact and yards after the catch and yards after contact after the catch because running Double backs yak. have to do both. I think I actually do think Austin Eckler has is in that spot, which is amazing because he's never been to a pro bowl, which seems really crazy to me. Um, I would say, I, look, I don't know about Saquon yet. I don't know if I would put him up there. Yet. I, 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 I'm not sure. I do think he's enormously valuable and they need to figure out a way to find a, a deal with him, but I, I want to see more from him. Potentially him. He's, he's kind of borderline, for me, there, there's a number, but 
I not Dalvin Cook doesn't fall in that. So category. I've heard like two. So I, which is I, I think this is fascinating that we're Christian comparing. McCaffrey, but okay. I don't actually even know if I think he's a running back, but he's a. But the fact that we're comparing these guys to Justin Tucker. By the way, credit it's to value. you, Brockman. It's value. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. But right, fascinating. Right. Don't overpay him. Like, don't overpay, don't overpay him. Don't overpay. Right. It's not saying he's not valuable. It's saying, he, like, don't overpay them, him. Them That's, meaning anyone who's not. Yeah. It's It sounds crazy because these are huge numbers, but... We have a cap and we have a yeah. floor. Like that, that's the these are the rules of our game. Like this is what you signed up for. <laughs> Comes down to money at the end of the day. This is really the only sport where your value is based on your position, though, right? In the NBA, your value is not based on your position. In baseball, your value is not based right. on your position. The NFL, it is. Well, but you also have to remember that you know in the NBA specifically, you got tw- your twenty percent of your team's output. At any point you're on the on the court, right? Whereas like eleven players, you're nine percent, right? So you're even if even if you're the most valuable player. So and and look, the, the NBA has done a much better job of structuring it so that there's guarantees and there's more of like a it's it's less uh, obscure and the formula is a little bit more clear. And also, you know, the way that GMs have structured salary caps and the way you can move money into the future or pull it back and all those different, at some point you have to pay for over overpaying at some point you have to, it catches up to you, but you can time that, right? Is, is it your time to go all out for a Super Bowl win or is it your time to back off and kind of restock the shelves and get your cap in the right spot? Because escrow, all these things, like this stuff's all super confusing. If there weren't escrow and you didn't have to have all these rules, you would have already seen Joe Burrow get paid because let's just be clear the every second that ticks off that clock, his price goes up Mm. and that makes it harder to sign all the rest of the guys. So if, if you didn't have these, these rules and all like this crazy finance situation that we have, then it would, it would look a lot different. And that's why you went to Kellogg (laughs) (laughs) NBA from Northwestern university, (laughs) Cynthia Freeland, Cynthia, uh, hang around. Yeah. We're going to do another segment with Cynthia Freeland coming up. Rich Eisen show, Steve Weissman filling in for rich. Don't go anywhere. Call us 844-204-RICH. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I've got a nickname for you. And certainly since, again, as we established earlier on, that, that, that people are concerned of the amount of usage that you have um, and you're getting and that, you know, running backs wind up showing diminishing returns. And I don't think you're showing any diminishing returns and that's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, you are the one who does the diminishing. You're the one who comes downhill and does the diminishing. So I have a nickname for you. You, Derrick Henry, are the diminisher. I love it. I love it. Whoa! I love it. Okay, so you understand this this means a lot to me because I've tried a lot to give nicknames to people in the NFL, and they have rejected them. I've been... I I love it. I love it. I can tell you put thought and time into yes. this nickname and I, yes. I I definitely appreciate it. like you said we've been knowing each other for a long time yes. and I know that you put a lot of thought into this and I'm very appreciative it comes from the heart this I love it from right in here it. you are the diminisher you're the diminisher is coming to your town to diminish your chance of winning you are the diminisher in the fourth quarter the diminisher is running downhill Derrick Henry yes right but you know, but you, but, but you know what I gotta do what? I gotta live up to it that's the only thing I live up to it. No. You gave the nickname, now it's time to live up to it. I am not concerned about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, I am not concerned about it. So, so let's print up the, her, uh, the the shirts and the hats, and, and let's go. I, I'm, I'm and, and you can have it. You take it. How does that sound? All right. You take it. Hey, sounds good. Derek Henry. The Diminisher. The, the, say, say that one more time. I want to hear it. Say it one more time. The Diminisher. Yes. yes. <laughs> Derek, you Henry. have no idea how much um, you made his point. <laughs> you have no idea, Derek. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Steve Weissman filling in for Rich from the diminisher to the numbers queen. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I do like I like uh, that. You're in on that? I just made that up. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, NFL media analytics expert in the house with us on the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah, you recently had some articles on NFL.com about the most underappreciated players in the league. Who's underappreciated? Well, we kind of came up with a formula because we had to like draw the line somewhere. And it was... Not allowed to be a first-round pick. So anyone who was a first-round pick, nope. No more than one Pro Bowl and absolutely no All-Pros. So it kind of, it does, it does bring these. And then they couldn't be the top 10 highest paid in any position. Okay. So one of the things that I did notice from the list, like just in general, 
is that I have more wide receivers on here than maybe I thought, right? Because it like Tutu Atwell for the for the Rams, like that one came up very. It, that was an interesting one. And then I, in you look Nico Collins, like I just kind of noticed that there were some underappreciated wideouts that actually have a lot more impact, especially when they're not the subject of the pass, right? Like what they how they change the shape of the defense to give other people better opportunities. So that was kind of my like overall note from it but then like a lot of off-ball linebackers we don't talk about them enough nationally and then you know obviously there's some like i mean i love good o-linemen because that's yeah. my like master's thesis so <laughs> anyone who's underpaid o-lineman that's good that i'm gonna sneak them in there and tell my editor that they have to deal with that that was seriously your your master's thesis it was it was on tell me uh, about it Who's a waist bender and who's not? You're welcome, Northwestern. Glad to measure 300 pound men's booties for a year um, and use a bunch of computer vision to measure like how low they can keep their hips for how long of a time. So actually, uh, Michigan grad, Rich would appreciate that. Taylor Lewan came in like very, very strong for having not being a waist bender and keeping his butt down. So okay. that was one. And it, it was just very interesting. You can actually map it to the first 10 split of their 42 so that you can see if they keep their butt down the whole way, then, you know, the, in the first 10 split, then they tend not to be waist benders in the league. <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh, your butts. You're, Spent a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> butts. Big guys. Third Northwestern Wildcat, by the way, last two days on the show. I take a lot of pride in that. We had Rashawn Slater on yesterday. Love it. I don't know if you still do the waist bending. I do. He's great. So yeah, I I asked you. I was like, are his biceps okay? Because that that was he was he was actually really wonderful. And then you look to see, you know, actually it's not too dissimilar to the other Northwestern offensive lineman. Peter Skaronsky? Yep, different, yep. slightly different position, right? Maybe he projects a bit more as a guard than as a tackle, whatever. But they have they have actually similar waist bending, lack of waist bending profiles. All right. <laughs> uh, Luke Donald, by the way, uh, also on the yep, show. Love it. Every every year, Sin, we, we always see some team that, that missed the playoffs. Yep. Make the playoffs yep. the, the next year. What do the numbers say? I think that, I mean, look, the, the teams that I like this year to kind of make it to the playoffs, like we already talked about how the AFC is like kind of like very murky and will come down to a lot of injuries probably. Um, but I think maybe in the NFC, things are a little bit more clear. Like, I think that, you know, this team from a state that I'm from, mm, um, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think they make it the to D. the, play- I don't know if they can win a playoff game. Let's be clear in my lifetime. I don't know if I'll see that. I don't know if I have. Come like, on. I'm, I, really? It's a thing. Go, go look it up. Lions fans, long suffering. <laughs> very long suffering. But I think, you know, look, when I'm looking at that one, that one seems very likely. I do. I still am on this Falcons train. Someone from, because it's not, I, I think the Bucks are in a rebuilding mode. So one of those three South teams has to make it. It's probably a lot of people probably think the Saints with the acquisition of Derek Carr this offseason. But I kind of feel like they've got a harder schedule than people mm. give them credit for. So I'm I'm looking, I don't know, I kind of like the Falcons to sneak in there. And I and I think the repeat, I actually, the the thing that I think will be different is I think the Seahawks and the and the 49ers will both make it, but in the flip-flopped order. So I think, I think the Seahawks could actually, depending on what happens with the quarterback position, Brock Purdy coming back, I, very confused about all of that. I don't think we know at this point sitting here mid-June, but... I think the Seahawks are going to be stronger, even stronger this offseason as well. So no Rams. <laughs> Am I going to be able to drive home today? No, no I like the Rams, but I think like we talked about it before, it's like they're in that situation where they're catching up to their cap, right? Yeah. The O-line is really the question mark for me. I ha- I mean, Matthew Stafford's awesome. I'm obviously a Lions fan, and I, I was 
so happy that he won a Super Bowl because his talent and the amount of hits he took in Detroit just in general, like I was really happy to see him finally like just crush and do so well. But I think they have to catch up to some of their their cap situations. Even trade I don't know who their corner what's going mm-hmm. on with corner, like trading away Jalen Ramsey. Is it there's some there's some holes and I, I don't think it's as a bad team. I just think it's not a team that's they're clearly not going full full tilt this year to to try to make that push. Cynthia Freeland with us here. Rich Eisen Show. Steve Weissman filling in today. Was here yesterday as well. Uh, Cynthia, you talk about the cap and it's kind of like a chess game, right? Uh-huh. You, have, mm-hmm. you have all these different yep. pieces and, and you need to know which ones are more valuable and, yep. and then you put it together to make the best team. That's my transition to what you're doing, Great I believe, segue. next week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chess.com. This is really fun. To find out who the best NFL chess player yep. is. What, what is this? This is so nerdy and so just <laughs> it speaks to my soul because I love everything about it. So eight NFL players have agreed to play each other. In fact, they had it last year in Chidibe Awuzie. So mm-hmm. Cheeto, let's call him Cheeto. Cheeto, yeah. He won last year. So he is defending his chess.com title. Larry Fitzgerald is in it. Caleb Farley, a recent addition. I did not know these young guys like to play chess. There's a lot of really good players in the, and I'm very excited. Like this is going to be probably the most crap talking that I'm going to hear from because you usually you can't How hear How do you them. talk crap about Jess? Oh, they trust me. Like, it is fun. L1 like, to C3 or whatever. It, yeah, <laughs> like, no, exactly. They're like, oh, oh you're using your bishop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, it speaks to my soul. There's so many good analytics on like, like if you watch it, you can see the, the percentage chances of like, is this a good move? Is this a bad move? They use a ton of machine learning to like rate that so us as outsiders we can watch and we can be like you know that was a terrible move. even if you don't know anything about chess like you don't have to love it it's so much fun and i don't know it's it's a speed game so it's the whole thing's going to take four hours for the for the entire um like to, of the eight people it's a, it's a turn so you'll have you know your first place there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line for a charity mm-hmm. and everyone's charity gets a little something but first place and then there's a consolation bracket as well so the whole thing only takes four hours and it should be just tons of fun to I, again it speaks to my nerdy soul like are you a so big chess well. player i'm i'm gonna when's I'm the last gonna, time you played well i play on i play on chess.com oh, okay. me and larry fitzgerald actually we have a pretty heated game going on right Ooh. now so oh First game? Have you beaten him yet? I haven't beaten him yet. He's really good. <laughs> wow. I saw Larry at uh, LACC yesterday. Yeah? He was walking around mm-hmm. on the broadcast. So that's why you haven't, uh, your game hasn't finished yet. He's, <laughs> he's busy watching the US Open. <laughs> As he should be. I mean, that's where we're going to go later, too. But that's a good thing. Like, it, it's just actually like really, fun. Like, we just talked, like, I get to play against a, you know, he's going, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He, yeah. he would never let you say that. Like, he was like, oh, just wait. But first ballot Hall of Famer, and I get to play him in chess? Like, that's awesome. So I cool. love that. So cool. So is this all online, or where is yeah, this? Yeah, it's just on, on chess.com. You can go watch it. It's it's going to be fun. And obviously, the man who started it, their chief chief chess officer, <laughs> Daniel Ranch. <laughs> yep, that's the title. CCO? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yep. The CCO. And not like, when I see CCO, I'm like, chief compliance officer. Uh, that's like the bad boring. Yeah, yeah, chief yeah, chess officer, that. that is the good boring. So like he's he's on there and he's just he's like a you know grandmaster of the highest order. So it's a very, very fun, like it's it's all like it's just nerdy fun. Good, searching nerdy fun. for the next Bobby Fisher, searching for the next Cheeto. Cheeto's gotta defend his I I mean, he's gotta defend his title. I guess he and Joe Burrow play a lot. Joe couldn't Joe couldn't be a part of this charity cool. thing. He he's busy, but it, you know, they play a lot in their locker room too. So if you want to be more like Joe Burrow, then you play chess. What what is your role on the broadcast? 
Well, I'm going to do some of the analysis. So okay. we went, we did a deep dive. This is so nerdy. We did a deep dive <laughs> into a lot of the analytics around. So as all these different players, they play all year long on chess.com. Mm. And so you can see how they've gotten better. So in the same way, we can see how like a draft pick progresses through their college career. You can see how the chess players have progressed during their chess career or the year. Oh. And you can see them getting better. And it analyzes all of your moves post game and says, oh, you're now you're getting better and better. And chess obviously is done by ratings. That's how you get different rankings and you have to play in person for them to be kind of legit right yeah. but you can you can see their their growth on chess.com that's so cool I, by the way did you know like 10 million people play on chess it's i believe that yeah it's yeah. a wild number like queen's gambit you're welcome like that's a that was a good uptick in that i was a, i was a third grade chess champion why don't you get back what let we can chess. play yeah I, i've never fun. played online though i always i like to play in person i like you know, to play in hit person the box too. Hit the and box. like yeah that's I like fun. to play in person too, but online is good because you can like just do a move and then think about it. Wait. So there's no time limit online. Depends. You can. There's different types of games, and you can play with a time limit or without. Okay. There's 352,000 people playing on Chess.com right now, <laughs> live. 352,000 playing right now. I know it's there's, wild. There's eight million games and, going and on today. And if you're today. not a, like a chess player, like again, I feel like I'm working. I, I do like I'll work for them for a day, but it's all for charity. So it's you know it's this is a, a charitable. It's fun to learn, right? Like it's. If you're going to like like think about something and do some logic and maybe like instead of your social media for the summer, mm -hmm. maybe go to chess.com. Like learn something. Good for your brain. That's what I've been doing. Food for thought. Food for thought. <laughs> chess.com. Uh, did you see the Chief Super Bowl rings? I did. What'd you think? I could fit in it. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take a nap in it later. I'm going to go home and get in my chair. Yeah, they were they were large. Uh, they had more than 600 diamonds. I mean, yeah, very understated. <laughs> But the thought that went into it. Yeah, no, I love that. And listen, I, I feel like I win a Super Bowl. I'm getting a big one, too. Those Patriots rings, though, last two years yeah, ago yeah. when they were all in when they were all in the studio right before the Super Bowl was here in L.A., we got, you know, the man comes with a ring and like watches you and you get to try them on. But, like the man like watches you because yeah, it's worth like a hundred grand. Ring. Yeah, but like, what would I do? Like, what am I going to do? Steal it from work? <laughs> like, that's weird. So anyways, you try them on. The, the Patriots ones are still, I think, bigger than that Chiefs Really? One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, those Patriots ones are like, they're like, they're, they were like insane. Golf balls. Yeah. Gotcha. And those are, they, the funny part is, is those actually are like, like legacy. Like they have like a lot of history in, in those rings that the, the ones that the Patriots had were all like Gillette Stadium, like reenacted on a hand. It was wild. Has it gone um, too far? Because I mean, like now we're at you know more no. than six hundred diamonds. No, is it going to go to thousand diamonds? I mean, like the <laughs> next time the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl, it's going to be like it'll probably be like ten thousand diamonds. I don't know. Something so crazy. This time next year. But I mean, that ring is going to be. We'll all be huge. we'll all be dead, so no one will ever find out. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> Would you wear the ring if no. you if you want? No. No. You're like on the necklace or something? No, no. I mean, I see. You know, the some guys come in the studio. Michael, if Mike, once Michael Irvin, if he ever wears this ring, then I'll then I would wear mine because I'll just he's just the coolest person alive. He never but brings it. No, I think if to he probably brings it to Ken when they do that. But I I don't know. I've never asked. Some of the other guys wear the rings so a lot. Yeah, no, we see him, and that's yep. the first thing I want to do is like, oh, let me, let, me yeah. wear, let me wear that wear that ring, be yeah. part of that greatness, right? No, All that I bling. I feel like you like put that like in a room and like you like heavily secured situation because sure. yeah. that baby, no, 
No, someday I want to like I want to work for a team so I can get one of those rings. Uh, but it would be like under lock and key, like all the time. I, I, I like believe the Mona it. Lisa. I, I, I like the Mona Lisa. Yes. You're, 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 she wouldn't do a pub crawl with it around a chain, Cynthia. Is that what you're saying? No. no you I, oh, I'd get like a fake one and maybe sick. like wear the fake one. Oh, okay, that you could get your own security, too. I guess, to walk around with you while you're no rocking the ring. That that's that's way too like I'm way too like I wouldn't I'd start drinking with my security. You know, like <laughs> I, like I can't have someone. No, 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 no. Um, that's not my style. <laughs> what What's the coolest thing about about working with Irv? Oh man, the dynamic between Rich, Michael, Mooch, and Kurt is one of the funniest things to see, and it's like legendary. So working with all of them has been a, one of the biggest like pleasures, and also just the genuine interact. Like they really like like nothing changes when we are not being filmed, except maybe some more swear words and maybe some louder th- and <laughs> more phone calls. Like Irv will take the phone call like like this instead of like this. <laughs> That's really just the difference. We, I mean, we talk about right, quarterbacks in the offseason going to work out with their receivers yep. and stuff like yep. that. Is Rich bringing all of you all together <laughs> to work out in the offseason to get ready yep. for game day morning? See, here's the difference. Rich knows that the thing we'd prefer is to stay the heck away from the studio. So Rich says, go away, do something fun, and tell me the story about it later. Like, Rich Rich knows. Like, we're the opposite because we spend way too much time together, <laughs> all of us. So he's like, stay away, get away. It, it doesn't have to be the studio, right? right. It could be like well, Mammoth, you know, this, Big the, Bear, this, Beach. You know, I'll, I'll tell Rich. We're going to all go to his house someday. We'll bring this show, too. <laughs> Good plan. Could be, yeah, he's could be at the nice country house. club. Well, let's know. go to his house with the kids. Susie would, Susie would love that. <laughs> <laughs> a game day morning convention. Guys, a, a summit, You guys can bring out say. Del Tufo's boat for an afternoon. That's you know, what you should do. Go sailing to Catalina. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Exactly. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> um, Cynthia, also big, big marathon runner. Big, yep. long distance superstar. How many marathons have you run and, and where are we at? I'm at with 25. The next one? Okay. So, so that I'm, means 25 states, yep, correct? Halfway through. I've made the stupid goal of doing one in every state. And I'm halfway through, which sounds, I may need to rebrand it. I've only got 25 left. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'll probably do Wyoming this year. Okay. You run with the horses. Really? It's an so outdoor like trail Jokic. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you do a trail run and, but it, you like, it, I, we'll see. It could be hard, but. So just one this year. Probably just one this and year. And what's your training heading into these things? Well, I accidentally fell off the woodway, you know, that the self-propelled whatever treadmill and which set me back a little bit because my ankle was a little little dicey after that. (laughs) So usually I'll do two in a summer, but um, I fell off the woodway. So I had to take a little bit of a break. But training is after that, like it's just gotten a little bit to the point where it's like I do the same kind of eight to ten week prep. But then I, I still I still run all the time. So. I don't know. What's, what's been your favorite of the 25? Ooh, great question. Chicago is, if you're going to do one big city one, it's the most friendly to your family or whatever. And then probably my favorite one was Missoula, Montana, though. Ooh. Yeah, they have fireworks at the beginning. Whoa. It's totally gorgeous. And the air was so clean. Yeah. It felt, like, really good. It was great. That it's, sounds really cool. There's no fans, though. So you're just, it's just you. Yeah, but it's Montana. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like... The, the runner's high becomes like a different. Oh, it's right? insane. And the, but the air is so, it's crazy. The air is amazing. Well, speaking of air, have you run in Colorado? I haven't run in Colorado yet. Okay. I, I have to do some more of the states that aren't as 
fun, <laughs> you know, before I can go back to doing the fun states. Gotcha. And also, like, the football season makes it hard because, you know, a lot of the the races take place in the fall. And yep. so I'm, I'm starting to run out of races that are not in the fall. <laughs> That's right. You need... You need June races. I need some June races. June races. Uh, you do so many different things at, at NFL Network. What what more? What would be the next thing you would like to do there? I mean, mm. you want to host TA? Do you want to host the? I mean, like I'm what, gonna let the host do the hosting. Play by play. Yeah. What's so next wanna, for Cynthia I want to do in game analytics. Like okay. I want to do like uh, like in game, make it fun, make the analytics shine during the game while it's actually going on real time, that kind of stuff. I think that would be, I'm going to let the host do the hosting. I don't know. Is that like a <laughs> an second analyst. analyst role? Like, do you have your, your, your play by play, your football yep. analyst, and yep. then your analytics? I think so. I, I mean, I feel like the booth is a great place for like, there's when you see so many different like feeds and all the, you kind of saw it with Amazon, even this season where the second screen had like all the stats running at the same time, but it might be nice to have someone give you a little bit of context so that it's like, well, why do I care? Or at specific times, like what matters about this and a little less, like make you do the math yourself and a little more like, here's the story behind why this data matters. So I think that's my next goal. Okay. Where where do you see the betting space going? Mm, I think the, the, it's two ways. I think people already know how to bet. Like, I don't think you're you're gonna educate a new audience. They they might switch where they're doing it, but th- that to me isn't even the most interesting part of betting. To me, it's the like it's the connection you have between people. Like, I know Brockman's a Patriots fan, and so I don't want to. You know, when usually when the Lions play the Patriots for years, like I'm not. I, I want to make it fair because then we can he can buy me a beer later. You know, like I don't necessarily need it to be for like money. I, I'd rather it be for experiences and connection of, between people. And I actually think that's what younger generations are doing too. Smaller transactions, maybe for loyalty points or something fun, as opposed to necessary. Because people, again, people already know. You know, casinos aren't huge and beautiful for no reason. They know what they're doing there, right? So we don't need to reinvent that wheel. Take the dynamic and the psychology behind it. Apply it to something people want, which is younger people want to like connect. Like I want a sandwich. You know, I, I just want a sandwich. Yeah, pizza, you know, wings. like pizza wings. Like three wings, they score a touchdown on this drive. Exactly, but stuff like that. That's like a little like like make it. It doesn't yeah. need to always be like, hey, I got this bookie and like like that. No, it can be something as as fun as just connecting people and bringing you together, but leveling the playing field a little bit so that if maybe you're a, maybe this year, like the lines could be good, but like, you know, in years past, I've, I've needed those points. Darn it. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Have you started to develop that? App? I have. I've started to like, think about how to do that a little bit better. Cause people care about why so our fans are really smart. They know what zone defense looks like. They know what man to man. They they don't need to be spoon fed poo. Like they can. They can <laughs> Nobody it. needs to be spoon fed poo. No, like yeah. they, we have really smart fans, and they get it and they love it. So and they just want to be right, or they want to be wrong and go down in flames being wrong. Like you know, it's it 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 can be fun. Like that's the whole thing. Is God forbid we have fun with football. <laughs> The no, no, it's, it's, it can be fun. What, uh, what is that sandwich? What does it look like? What's your, what's the favorite sandwich? If you were, you know, making that wager with Brockman on, uh, on that drive, I'm going to need something real good. I mean, I like, I like a, like a good, strong, like, 
I, I go through phases right now. I'm like, all I want right now is like a tuna sandwich. There's a really Ooh. good one near us. And like, I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but who has the best tuna sandwich? I actually, you know, Java man in no, Hermosa really? has okay. a really good tuna Great sandwich. coffee there. But I like the like chicken curry wrap. Like I like I like it all. Like I'm just phasey. <laughs> I'm phasey with food. I'm gonna have to try the tuna. It's good. It's really good. Feller, have you had the the tuna sandwich at uh, Java Man? I have not, but I might today now. You should. It's <laughs> the good. Morning Glory muffin is my go-to oh, at Java Man. So good. I love that it's morning. The best glory. muffin I've ever had it's in my so life. So good. It's delicious. I mean, it's delicious. It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> more, more. Next time I come in, I'll bring in Morning Glory. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. There you go. See you Monday. It won't be me, but uh, I invite you here to give them Perfect. Morning Glory muffins <laughs> from Java Man. Uh, Sin, thank you so much. Thank you for having for me. For stopping by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I hope to, to see you soon in the South Bay. Yeah. With your parents. Hopefully. And with Gordy. With Gordy. Yeah. But mm. Mary and Art, too. Yep. They're the best. Oh, yeah. They're Cynthia the best. has the best family, you know. They're whether, hilarious. Whether they're humans or pups. Yep. Oh, uh, he's so cute, my puppy. <laughs> Just love him so much. <laughs> but thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks for having me. Cynthia Freeland, NFL media analytics expert, back with more after this. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Ed, yeah. Ed, swap spots. Oh, nice. Take a break. Oh, 
That interference. On the defense? Absolutely. <laughs> How much time we got left? <laughs> on the defense? All right. Come on. We got to make this happen. Oh, pass in the field. Hey, he put me. I, I, I saw. saw. I saw. Sorry. This is amazing. Go with the Here quick out, Rich. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. He means business now. Oh, uh, now he's coming. Go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're working. Oh. Yes! 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 That's it. Hall of Famers, by the way, and I can say that I'm the only host that lays out like that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I lay out for a sound bug, not a football. <laughs>Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I am sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Steve Weissman in for Rich today, who I believe will be having his best ever 40 time at Run Rich Run next year because he's been training in Israel and just looks <laughs> looks faster in the desert. I, right? I, I believe it. He's literally kicking up dust out there. Literally <laughs> kicking in up dust. Uh, it is time now, and we have waited far too long for this, TJ. It is your top five, a.k.a. Big Ass Grab Bag. Like we always do at this time, fellas. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> I guess we stepped in the room. TJ here. Listen to me, guys. We've been doing a lot of talking about food this week for so some much. reason. you know. Mm -hmm. From me and Tommy Pellicero cruising the streets of Englewood looking for tacos, to you talking about eating uh, snails and, and frog legs in France, <laughs> to you know uh, someone who hates cheese, to Cynthia talking about wings and and subs and Woo. it all kind of played in perfectly guys because today i decided to dig in the big ass grab bag and i decided to pull this out i'm gonna give you tj's top five fictional restaurants okay guys Ooh, fictional restaurants now these are specific restaurant specifics like i'm not talking bar restaurants so therefore we won't see you know where we're we not gonna see we're not gonna see cheers uh, you know we're not gonna see the regal beagle we're not gonna see patty's pub we're not gonna see the boar's nest all right these are just restaurants peach okay pit? Uh, no peach pit didn't quite make the list ah, it could have you know shout out to the peach pit shout out to <laughs> shenanigans from the movie waiting there's a few that could have made it but didn't okay. okay coming in at number five we're gonna head to milliwaukee wisconsin here okay <laughs> we're gonna go to a nice little diner drive-in type spot and let me tell you there's a lot of cool kids that hang out there as a matter of fact there might be the coolest guy that's ever lived on tv wears a leather jacket he kind of uses the men's room as his office and look there's a jukebox if you want to hear music don't even put a quarter in just have him pound on it okay that's arnold's from Happy Days. And the, the crazy thing is you might even oh, yeah. see an owner who looks a lot like Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid. It's crazy. But, you know, you go in there, you get a good burger. You have, listen, have some good times and happy days. And that's why I got Arnold's coming in at number five. At number four, this place has 14 locations throughout the country. But the main one's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And you know what? If you want some good chicken and just an alarmingly charming owner, I'd say this is the place to go. And as long as you're not 
not worried about like some cartel warfare breaking out, then this is the spot for you. Los Poyos Hermanos. You know, you could see Gus Fring. You yeah. go get yourself some chicken. You know, and, and like I said, if as long as you're not worried about some gunshots possibly going <laughs> <laughs> through the restaurant, I think you're going to love the place and you'll love the chicken. Say hi to the cousins. Uh, yeah, tell them that uh, Saul sent you. Okay, coming in at number three, this is the ultimate greasy spoon restaurant located in Phoenix, Arizona. You'll get a decent meal, but you'll get a whole lot of sass when you go to this restaurant. You know, the chili con carne is to die for. I mean, literally, it's to die for. Someone's died eating it. And that is Mel's Diner. Remember Ooh. from Alice Mel's Diner? You got Flo, who's going to tell you, if you get smart with her, she'll tell you to kiss her grits. You might hear the cook. I wouldn't send anything back, because then you'll have Mel come out. He'll tell you to stow it. You might see Tommy in the corner doing his uh, homework, you know, and you got Allison Vera as well. Mel's Diner, and that just reminds me of, like, laying back with my grandparents and watching that show. So that's why I had to put that in. And number three, coming in at number two. Look, we all love pizza, right? Who don't love pizza? Especially on a hot day, nothing better to go into a little pizzeria, especially if you're in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. And I tell you what, you go to this pizzeria, you're going to love the pizza. The only thing you got to deal with is kind of like a grumpy owner, maybe a somewhat racist son working in there. And if you order <laughs> delivery, somewhat. just know there's no time limit where you're going to get it because the pizza delivery guy, he's on his own clock. That's Sal's famous pizzeria from Do the Right Thing. Now, I got to be honest with you, there's no brothers on the wall. That's a problem for me. Yeah, pizza's a buck fifty a slice. Extra cheese is two dollars. That's all good because Sal's famous is where it's at. Okay, coming in at number one. Okay, this is my number one fictional restaurant of all time. Now you go to this restaurant. It's also located in New York. It's up in Queens. Now it's not the Golden Arch. It's got a Golden Arc. You're gonna get a Big Mick, and it's gonna come to you in a bun with no sesame seeds. Look, the. Employees of this restaurant, man, they're happy. You know why they're happy, Chris? Because they know there's chance for advancement in the company. They know that this week you could be mopping the floors and next week you're on the fries. And that is McDowell's from Coming to America. Look, you can talk with the owner about football. Just make sure you stay off the drugs. And look, you might even find your queen to be running the restaurant, okay? McDowell's restaurant, Coming to America. That's TJ's top five number one best fictional restaurant of course i want to hear everyone else's ideas talk to me guys what do you think i, lo- I love all of those well done uh yes very very well done <laughs> I mean, dowels but- number one uh so I, I don't the know if it's robbed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean the food's not good. First, that's how good the food is. It, this is about the, the food, right? Uh, not but the there safety. There was one time a guy that looked like Sam Jackson may have. But then they had a great employee, this kid from Africa. He came out with a, with a mop handle. That's he true. took care that, of him. So you're going to be true. safe in McDowell's. I mean, thing. Los Pollos Hermanos, you're, you're not safe either. You're but, not safe there at all. But the chicken is What Does Good Burger count? Good Burger almost made. Okay, so that, that was the one. <laughs> no monks? I want a big salad. I know monks. Was, I, look, I, you guys get mad if I put any extra in, so I had to leave some of these out. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, big thanks to all y'all. Great job, Steve. Rockman Feller. Yeah, TJ, thanks to Rich for blast, bro. letting me fill in on the show. Have a great weekend, everybody.